You are listening to The Dan Patrick Show on Fox Sports Radio. Final hour in this Wednesday, Dan and the Danettes, Dan Patrick Show. We have covered a lot of territory so far, first two hours. Big Poppy is going to join us coming up as the Braves beat the Astros 6-2, up one game to none. Charlie Morton, his place in history, secure, pitching on a broken leg, but done for the rest of the season with the Braves. Tonight, game two, Braves at the Astros. Mike Tomlin talked about USC. We spent a lot of time talking about that. Roger Goodell spent a little time talking about the Washington football team investigation and Deshaun Watson. From what I'm told, everything's on hold because there's a framework for a trade between the Dolphins right now and the Texans. But there is no framework legally for what's going to happen, could happen with Deshaun Watson from the league's perspective. Also, you know, these civil cases, criminal cases, can they be settled? If you're the owner of the Dolphins, can you ask Deshaun Watson or his agent, are you going to settle these? If you are, then we'll make a trade and give up three first-round picks and then a couple other draft picks as well. But until then, I wouldn't be trading for Deshaun Watson. I'm told that if Watson is traded to the Dolphins, he wouldn't be suspended immediately. He'd be able to play if he wanted to. I think it's curious to see what happens after next Tuesday if Deshaun Watson's not traded and he's still with the Texans and still sitting for the rest of the year. 877-3DP-SHOW. Email address dp at danpatrick.com. Twitter handle at show. Say good morning to Peacock. That's our streaming partner. Download the app. You can watch this program and see the best man cave that money can buy. It was somebody else's money. Uh, Matt Amodio, the uh, Jeopardy champ, joined us in studio and I said goodbye to him, and then five minutes later, he's wandering around the man cave. And I go, what are you doing? He goes, I just wanted to see the man cave here. I said, well, you made $1.5 million at Jeopardy. Buy yourself a man cave. But he, uh, he's going for his Ph.D. at Yale, and he was a lot of fun. Answered some uh, baseball questions. Those questions, we'll put those on uh, the newsletter. Sign up for the newsletter. Thank you for all the support. Great things uh, that we have coming for those who are signed up to the newsletter. Just go to danpatrick.com. Got the details there. And you'll get a recap of the day's show and also what's coming up. We have specials with T-shirts, the calendars, autographed calendars coming up. So there's a lot of things in store for those who are signed up for uh, the the, uh, newsletter at danpatrick.com. All right, uh, what's the poll question we're going to stay with or go with in the final? Okay, uh, our two was, would you rather have the USC head coaching job or the Jacksonville Jaguars head coaching job? (laughs) 64% want USC. Yeah, Paul. Do you think that the Lions love that the Jacksonville Jaguars are in the league? Because sports radio shows always pick the Jaguars for what's the worst job in the NFL. They got Trevor Lawrence. The Lions are like off the hook. But it feels like the Lions are more competitive. Like they, they, they still play hard for Dan Campbell. I think the expectation level is so high with Urban Meyer and Trevor Lawrence, we expect them to win. Detroit, you might hope they win, but you don't expect them to win. Yeah, Paul. I think we go with the Jaguars because they don't seem permanent. They seem like they could be in London in a week, even though that's been a 10-year story. Like They were almost in the Super Bowl four years ago, the Jaguars. Yeah. I don't think the Lions have been even in sniffing distance of a Super Bowl. We've talked about, yes, McLevin, you had Jets are the worst, too, by the way. Throw them in that. Yes. That's a hard place to be. Yeah. Yeah. Um, we, we did talk about what's going on with uh, Mike Tomlin, and he's not going to go anywhere, and he's very adamant about that. Uh, James Franklin has got to work on his press conference here. 
If he's staying at Penn State or he goes someplace else. But uh, here's, here's uh, a couple of comments from James Franklin, the Penn State head coach, on his commitment to Penn State. Are you committed to being the head coach here beyond this season? Yeah, you know, obviously I've been asked this this question multiple times and, uh, you know, my focus is is completely on Illinois and this team uh, and this program. I think I've shown over my eight years my commitment to this university and, and this community. And that's that's kind of my statement. OK. Yeah, and they're playing Ohio State, by the way, this weekend and they're playing in Columbus. But uh, Coach Franklin is not quite sure where that game is. Obviously, tremendous challenge uh, going on the road um, to the big house. Um, we got to get healthy, and, and we got to go and play smart. And uh, obviously, we're going to have to limit explosive plays. Okay, that would be a game in Michigan. They, I don't even think they play Michigan in Michigan this year. I, I think that game's at Penn State. <laughs> Other than that, you do have a game this weekend. It's not against Illinois. And you don't play them in Michigan. Yes, he. James Franklin sounds like me talking about sports there. <laughs> and he's describing his own team. Like, hey, so what you got going on this week? Well, yeah, the Celtics are in Fenway, huh? <laughs> like, <it> was... <laughs> well, he says we got to play smart while telling you they're playing in Michigan against Illinois. The Boston mayor who had everything yeah. gonk, oh. hit the uprights, <laughs> or whatever. <laughs> uh, can you bring back, can you find the, uh, is it Menino? Menino? Yeah. Oh, who could forget Gonk hitting the uplights? <laughs> gonk. <laughs> yeah. yes. See if you can find that, Seaton. Yeah, Paul. There's one more cut of James Franklin. We don't have it yet, but he says, uh, I'm paraphrasing, we're looking forward to getting the team back on track and uh, roll tide. <laughs> no, go Tigers, <laughs> LSU. By the way, I've been talking about uh, Mike Tomlin. Mike Tomlin, at the very end of his comment about USC, he talked about, uh, is anybody asking Andy Reid or Sean Payton? And the answer is they wouldn't know because their names haven't come up. If Carson Palmer brought up Andy Reid and or Sean Payton, then the media would have asked Sean Payton about this or Andy Reid. But I was just told this by a source. I'll read it to you. I just got it. Sean Payton was absolutely contacted by Michigan in 2014. Took a couple of days to think about it and then declined becoming Michigan's next head coach. So that I just got this morning. He was asked about the Michigan job back then. I don't remember if he's ever been asked about USC. But Mike Tomlin shouldn't, he should take it as a compliment. In my opinion, it was meant as a compliment. Like, we can probably never get this guy. But how about we reach out? And, you know, maybe it's one of those Mike Tomlin is going, you know, I got to prepare for the Brown. Like, I don't need this nonsense here. I get it. But the media has to do their job. Because it's Carson Palmer, who's part of the search committee at USC. I mean, that's why this story popped. Because Carson Palmer said it. And the timing from Monday where everybody... You had former players. Former Steelers. Players who played for Mike Tomlin. Who said, hey, I could see it. Willie Colon, former lineman. Ryan Clark, former defensive back. So it wasn't... It wasn't outlandish. It wasn't crazy. But there was more credibility added because Carson Palmer said it. It wasn't like I said, you know what I'm hearing? Or, hey, I got a source who's telling me. It's Carson Palmer who is part of these Zoom calls. And they're talking about candidates. 
And I warned, I warned everybody, this isn't Mike Tomlin soliciting the USC job or a pay raise. This is USC wish list, and everybody ran with it. Instead of just saying, hey, this is just them considering Mike Tomlin. They're, they're considering a lot of other people. There's two people on the list right now that I'm not going to bring up because I don't think it's fair to the situation. I, I just don't. And, you know, I wouldn't have brought up Mike Tomlin. You know, Mike Tomlin is a wild card. I brought up James Franklin because I was told he's the leading candidate. It's different. There are two names that I was told yesterday. It's like, oh, you know what? Here's two guys they would consider, you know, long shot. Okay, then that's not fair. I, I don't want to do that because I saw how Mike Tomlin reacted. I, I'm not off on James Franklin because everybody else picked up on that story. And he didn't really deny it. And I wasn't off on James Franklin at LSU either because he hired an agent who is influential in SEC country. Okay, so I'm not off on those things. I just don't want to do wild speculation. Do I think Kellen Moore is a legitimate candidate at USC? I think that they would look at him as a legitimate candidate. I do. And I was told so. But is Kellen Moore going to leave the Cowboys? He's the offensive coordinator. I don't know. But there's so many names there. Because USC has to hit a home run this time. You can't go Clay Helton. You can't go Lane Kiffin. You, you, you have to hit a home run. And that's why Mike Tomlin's name was on there. Do I think David Shaw is a possibility? Maybe. David Shaw makes $8 million. David Shaw makes the same amount of money as Mike Tomlin. David Shaw is Stanford head coach. Stanford has been non-threatening for the last couple of years. Like, there's names because USC still thinks they're in the early 2000s. Like, we're USC. Still a great job, but you, you got competition with NFL teams. I mean, there's competition in Los Angeles. Yeah, McClellan. There's this perception that it's an insult to Tomlin's reputation. Like, oh, he's not an elite coach like yeah. Sean Payton. But Andy, I mean, Sean Payton gets mentioned all the time. And Andy Reid got fired like six years ago. Yeah. And he's probably going to get fired again. I don't think anyone's untouchable except for Belichick, right? I mean, I don't know why. Look, Mike may take it as a minority that he, he works so hard. Keep in mind, without the Rooney rule, he doesn't even get interviewed. Mike was that impressive. And he certainly sounds like a guy you'd want to play for. He may take it as, what, I'm not good enough to be, you know, tenured in the NFL? You know, I'm not, for whatever he may think. Because it, it's his journey that he went through, the hurdles that he went through, trying to get an interview. Hey, I'm a token interview. I understand all of that. I can only tell you from just watching this with no rooting interest, I take it as a compliment. You don't want a distraction. Nobody does. How many times does somebody say, boy, I could certainly use a distraction here? Like, does James Franklin want a distraction after the loss to Illinois? No. You got to salvage his season. But if Mike Tomlin feels like, oh, so I'm not good enough, he, I already said he's a Hall of Fame coach. In my opinion, he's a Hall of Fame coach. His resume is a Hall of Famer. Plain and simple. He's been there as long as Cower. Doesn't have losing seasons. Won a Super Bowl. Like, what else? 
He's a Hall of Famer. So I'll pay the ultimate compliment. You're a Hall of Famer. I, to me, it's not a slight. But in Mike, Mike Tomlin's head, he might view it as a slight. And I certainly respect that. Because that's the question I would ask Mike Tomlin. There were no follow-up questions. Now, he did sort of open it up. Anybody got any other questions? And then nobody's going to say anything. I would say, Mike, why do you feel like this is a slight? Or something along those lines. Because he may say, look, you know, I'm on equal footing as all these uh, these coaches in the NFL. And he is. I don't think anybody would argue that. This was just USC throwing... USC's got a bunch of names on this list. Some are real and some aren't. Yeah, Paul. The only thing I could think of is this guy has never had a losing season with the Steelers. He's yeah. made the playoffs more than he's missed the playoffs. They're three and three. They're not one and five. And now I'm asked about this. Now I'm in the mix or something. I'm just saying what he may be thinking. It came up because of oh yeah Carson Palmer. Oh, I, I, believe me, we I, know. This but, was a random question. I just threw it at the out at the very end of the interview. But I wonder if he thinks in, in his head that if I was five and one, would I even be broached about this topic? Because right. I'm usually five and one. And last year, I think I was eleven and zero. Oh. I wonder if he thinks that oh I, I'm a. I'm in flux right now because I'm three and three and our quarterbacks in play. I wonder if that's what he was thinking. Yeah, but James Franklin wasn't in flux. How many weeks ago when his name came up, came up prior to the Iowa game. Weren't they still undefeated at the time? Like, I mean, I respect Mike. And if he feels that way, then I, I certainly, you know, am trying to understand why he would feel that way. But I think this, he should view this as a compliment. Yes, but it is interesting, though. Yeah, that maybe at three and three, and you're the bottom of the yeah. AFC North, and it's like, oh, okay, now everybody's taking the shots because he thinks so little of going from the NFL to going to be a college coach. You think mm. I'm going to go be a college? You might as well say go to high school. Yeah, you know, yeah. The, the way he acted, like, what are you? Cra- no, I, just- and I get that, Seaton, and I think that's fair. But also, you have a quarterback on his last legs, literally on his last legs. Now you got to get somebody in there, and maybe the thought is. And you could hear Carson Palmer saying this. Hey, let's see what happens week 16 or 17 of the NFL season. Those are his words. Like, do the Steelers get to a point where they're an average team? They're 8-9. and nine. They're not making the playoffs. Would Mike Tomlin be interested in something like this? That's all. That was it. I mean, I love that he was fired up. I love he gave that answer. Uh, that's part of what we love about him. He's passionate. It's like, there's a, a college mentality sometimes to him. And maybe that's why we see, man, he could be adaptable to running a big-time program. Yeah, Paul. That's exactly right. What Carson Palmer said, what Mike Tomlin did yesterday is exactly why USC dreams of him as a candidate. Yeah. We would like a, a person we, everyone looks up to, respects, runs a clean program, would come here and be a candidate where people would go crazy if USC could even contact him. Yeah. And that's why his name was thrown about as a dream candidate. Like, what he performed, his demonstrativeness yesterday was why. Yeah, you might even say you, you kind of strengthen your image of USC wanting to go after you. Like, that's the guy you want to come in and clean up stuff. Yeah, McLovin. Yeah, USC's dream list is like, that is a, like Urban Meyer, like the winningest coach of college football. These were big-time coaches they want. They don't want a distressed asset. They want the best they can get. And I don't think Urban Meyer took it in as a negative that USC is still interested or was interested in Urban Meyer. And he just got to the NFL like he would quit 
after one year to go back to college. Yeah, Paul. The, uh, the Steelers uh, have a bye week this week, and uh, next week they're at Cleveland. Yeah. It'd be great if the Cleveland fans just <laughs> troll them. You know, USC jerseys and Trojan. Let's take a break. <laughs> Let's take a break. That's fine. All right. Take a break. And uh, Big Poppy's set to join us. We'll uh, ask him about Game 1 of the World Series. Uh, my guy Charlie Morton pitching on a broken leg. We'll ask Big Poppy if he's a candidate for the USC head <laughs> coaching show. Take a break. Back after this, Dan Patrick Show. You want to hear something amazing? When we go to Chicago tomorrow, I have to pick up everything on my Discover credit card. But don't feel sorry for me. Discover matches all the cash back you earn on your credit card at the end of your first year automatically. No limit on how much you can earn. And that's amazing. Even more amazing, because after the ceremony going into the Radio Hall of Fame, I get to bring out the Discover card to pay for drinks. Yeah. And uh, 99% of the places in the United States that take credit cards take Discover. So I'm going to hear the word, yes, we take Discover. Learn more at discover.com slash yes. Discover.com slash yes. 2021 Nielsen Report. Limitations apply. You are listening to the Dan Patrick Show on Fox Sports Radio. Where other vans stop short, Mercedes-Benz vans go far beyond from their customization options, cutting-edge tech, five-star sales service financial support crew. Mercedes-Benz vans build equipped, engineered to be ready for anything, go the extra mile by taking the all-important first step into an authorized dealership today. We'll get to phone calls. Big Poppy will join us coming up. McLovin, update the poll results, final hour. Okay, which job would you rather have, USC or Jacksonville? They went in strong... (laughs) USC. Now it's up to seventy four percent. I still want to throw up for Big Poppy. If you uh, if you could have one Boston sports career, I I think this side of the glass wants Big Poppy. Pretty awesome to uh, give that franchise a title. Wait, so I can have Larry Bird's career, Big Poppy's career, uh, Tom Brady's career. Tom Brady, but you you have to stay in Boston. You can't leave that bubble. You have to walk around the streets well, of Boston. It is a Red Sox town. David Ortiz, MLB on Fox Analyst, three-time World Series champ. And uh, he joins us on the program courtesy of uh, T-Mobile. We'll get to that sponsorship in a moment. Would you take your career over Tom Brady's, Big Poppy? <laughs> Why should I? <laughs> well, I know. I'm just curious. Like, you know, it's a Red Sox town. No, man. Tom is... Uh... I'm a big fan of Tom. I'm a really good friend with him, of him. And um, he's uh, something special, man. I mean, he's, he's someone that uh, we all love, even if uh, um, going to Tampa, moving to Tampa. I mean, him and I uh, and the Patriots got the reason, but I'm always going to be a big fan of him. And I love that guy as my man. How do you think you do as a football player? I'd be a badass, man. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm guessing you didn't play football growing up. No, because in the Dominican, we don't we don't really have football. Football have became to be uh, in a sport that uh, we 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 really haven't. Uh, every the Dominican uh, guys that we can to be football player, they basically are either born and raised in in, in America coming from Dominican family, or they come as an early born into the country and, and, and develop as a baseball player. We don't, we don't have that sport in the Dominican, not yet. Um, what did you save from your World Series champion teams? Man, I mean, 
we 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 had the opportunity to have really good uh chemistry, really good players that develop and because winning a World Series, man, is it's so complicated. Like it's this But like your the, uniform, the did you keep uniform or bat or lineup or any memorabilia from those uh, World Series teams? Oh yeah, I have, I have tons of memorabilia. I just I just don't know where they are, but they are somewhere at my house. <laughs> <laughs> did, do you have anything in the Hall of Fame? I think I do. I think I do. I think I have something out there. I always was asked for things to uh, bring them over, so I'm pretty sure I got some 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 memorabilia out there. It must be nice that you have so much stuff that you can't remember where it is, Poppy. It is unbelievable. I, I mean, honestly, I bump into things sometimes in my house that I be like, <laughs> oh. <laughs> you know, it's crazy. It's crazy. Um you know, when you watch the World Series, what, what is it about moments that you see guys like yourself, like they just become different when it comes to playoffs and World Series? What is it about the moment? Well, you know, time have changed. Uh, we, I mean, if if you don't upgrade yourself to the time, if you if you if you don't adjust yourself to the time, you you will definitely be left behind. You know, and 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 watching these kids nowadays. The talent, the performance, you know, like the other day uh, uh, during the show, I realized that, for example, a guy like Altuve, who have played, who haven't, I mean, he had been in the playoff, I mean, quite a bit. But when you compare a guy like Altuve, the time that he had played in the playoff to a guy like Derek Jeter, you'll be like, man, Derek definitely play more. I mean, he ended up playing more than Altuve, but Altuve already matched his number and probably went over his numbers. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. It's something that is very impressive. You know what I'm saying? I realized that Altuve had 20 home runs in the playoff the other day. And I was like, wait a minute. 20 home runs? Crazy. You know what it takes to hit 20 home runs in the playoff? You know what I'm saying? So uh, uh, it's enjoyable. It's something that... Uh, it's, 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 it's enjoyable. It's something that uh, I, I enjoy watching. It's something that uh, uh, the fans are enjoying it. And I'm pretty sure uh, uh, we're going to continue, uh, uh, you know, just I'm, I'm having so much fun uh, watching it. If you could uh, pitch to one of the two, Jeter or Altuve, game on the line. You got to pitch to one of them. I have to pitch to one of them. Yep. Game's on the line. Man, you put me in the spot. To be honest with you, because Jeter was special. But two also is with power. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, like you, Jeter, Jeter can come through with a hit at any time, but two can hurt you even more because he can take you deep. Guy got power, you know. He's a, he's a small guy, but he has incredible power, and, 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 and it's something that goes a long way. You know, I know that you were around when Schilling had his injury, but there's Charlie Morton on the mound with a broken leg last night, still pitching yeah, still and striking out Altuve. I mean, that that's a 100-mile-an-hour a liner coming back to, to break his leg and still being able to pitch. He, he wanted to stay in. I mean, pretty incredible. That was impressive. That was impressive. And that tells you how much 
uh, guys want to be able to uh, provide for their ball club. You know what I'm saying? I mean, the guy, he he, he seems like his leg was broken the, the inning before, and then he still come out there and try to continue competing. Morton, I mean, Morton is, is, is a trooper, though. Yeah. He, 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 he's the type of guy that, that, I mean, the history behind him, his accomplishment, I, I mean, are incredible. It, to me, he's one of the best pitchers in the game. And and I feel really bad for him because, you know, I, I mean, I know how it feels to go to the World Series. You want to you wanna just give everything you have left in the tank to be able to win. So I'm, 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 I can imagine how he feels today. He's uh, David Ortiz, MLB on Fox Analyst. Was it Kevin Millar who put the ketchup on Kurt Schilling's sock, or was it uh, Johnny Damon? Who? Tell us now, uh, you know, because I, I thought Millar would be the guy to put ketchup on Schilling's socks. So you can tell us now, David. Uh, honestly, you know, when I heard people talking about that, uh, it is it made me laugh, uh, to be honest, because – Accidentally, I walk into the training room when the doctor, the team doctor, was performing that little surgery. I call it a little surgery because he was in the training room, but obviously I saw him that he was caught up and down there. Accidentally, I walk into the training room to get some tape because I, I used to wear tape on my wrist. Uh, we, had a, we had a workout day that day at Yankee Stadium. And accidentally, I walk in, and when I saw everybody, like, on the one table, I was like, what is going on here? And then I went and looked, and I was like, oh, shoot, what's going on here? <laughs> They're performing a surgery right here in the training room. <laughs> it blew my mind because I never thought I was going to bump into something like that <laughs> in the training room. So I, right away, in my mind, I'm like, oh, damn. We're done because you're talking about one of our prime starter, basically with his ankle caught up. And so in my mind, I'm thinking he's not going to be able to pitch. Yeah. And then a couple of days later, the guy is dealing in the mount on the mount. So I, I, I heard all the story about catcher, this and that, blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, I saw that with my own eyes when he got that surgery. Like, like, what, what is people talking about? You know what I'm saying? So, uh, so it, it's it's hard to believe that that was blood, but I saw it. That's that's the thing. I saw it. Like, if, if put it this way, if I was on the team and I never walk into the room, I'd be like, whatever. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, who 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 in the hell gonna be out there performing with? After after somebody practices surgery, and but I saw it like I was a witness, so <laughs> it was crazy. It was something crazy. Uh, baseball fans can text road trip to five nine five nine five nine and be entered for a chance to win a pair of tickets to all thirty MLB stadiums next season. Brand new RV to get you there. And you got to see the RV, man. Is I it, saw it. Is it all tricked it's down? Super nice. It's super nice. T-Mobile have made an incredible job with that RV. I mean, I don't. I'm not a road guy. I mean, I, it's hard for me to stay on the road for more than a couple of hours. But I would take my chances on, on that RV. 
to be honest with you. <laughs> it's very comfortable. So uh, T-Mobile's giving you a chance to win everything you need for the road trip of a lifetime. What's the wildest car you ever had? Like, when you showed up, everybody knew you were there. Probably a uh, Lamborghini. What color? My first one was uh, yellow. Your first Lamborghini was a yellow one? Yes. What was the second one? <laughs> White. Oh, okay. Do you ever get it up to 120? Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. In Dominican, you can take a, the bus you want. <laughs> I, I, I didn't mean not to offend here, you. Not... That was only 120 there, Poppy. <laughs> <laughs> not in the state, man. Not in the state. But in Dominican, you can hit as much as you want. But, you know, like, we have this one highway in the Dominican where it's uh, – it's like a straight up. There's not traffic. There's not much traffic. That was what I used to go and test drive my car. But yeah, man, you know, I mean, that's what you get it for. I mean, <laughs> to, to, to know what's, up, what's happening, what time it is. Uh, how fast did you get it up to? 200. 200? Yeah. For about five minutes. Okay. Maybe less than five minutes. <laughs> was anybody in the car with you? Uh, yeah, a friend of mine. <laughs> he almost uh, shit himself. <laughs> <laughs> no, but... Of course you, you know, did. In your younger days, you do that kind of stupidity. I don't do it anymore, man. I'm too old for that. It wasn't Manny Ramirez who was sitting there with you, was it? No, 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 no. No, Manny. Manny won't allow me to. Manny, Manny like, like the slow ride. <laughs> How do you think this series plays out? It's gonna be very. It's gonna be very interesting to uh, to see the end of this uh, series because pretty much both things have pretty much exactly the same uh, talent. You know, last night Atlanta basically take advantage of. Houston, it seems like, to me, I feel like even the fans give up after the first or second inning. You know what I'm saying? When yeah. they saw that Valdez was giving it up, everybody, like, kind of, not the player, but the fans, I never had seen anything like that before. It seems like they quit. You know what I'm saying? I was like, wait a minute, this place is very loud. Yeah. And it just got shut down from the very beginning of the game, so... Atlanta take advantage of that, and they end up winning the game. But this is gonna be a long series. I'm I'm pretty sure, you know, because uh, Houston they know how to fight back. They, the Houston is the type of team that they. It seems like once they had the the foot on the, uh, on the trog, you know, that's when they kind of like start pulling their breasts out of there. So well, let's, I, I, we'll let's, see. let's see if they can get their foot on the Lamborghini pedal and get it up to 200 miles an hour. So. <laughs> <laughs> By the way, text road trip five, nine to five, nine, five, nine, five, nine. And your chance to win what big poppy was talking about. The contest runs through November 3rd T-Mobile. The uh, 5G network covers the most interstate miles. So this world series T-Mobile giving you a chance to win everything you need for the road trip of a lifetime. David, great to talk to you again. Have fun during the postseason, and uh, thanks for sharing. All right, Dan. Take it easy, man. Thank you, buddy. That's uh, Big Poppy. Being around those Red Sox, there was a – 
You know, it's like the 86 Mets. There was there were so many characters. There were so many personalities there. And no social media either, which played a lot. I, I can't imagine the 86 Mets. I think it was tonight that they won the World Series. Is, is, is tonight the anniversary of the Mets winning the 86 World Series? Was it back-to-back, six and seven? I think you're right. Well, six after six, there was a rain delay for a couple of days. And then I thought that this is the anniversary of the 86 Mets. Is that right, Todd? You are correct. Yeah, I remember. Uh, and then, you know, with the, with the Red Sox, there were just so many different personalities, and they had the perfect manager in Terry Francona. I mean, you know, I, I, I'm surprised they moved on from Terry. I know guys got away with a lot there, but I, I just I thought Terry Francona had the perfect temperament for a team that had that much talent. Uh, that was fun with Big Poppy. Uh, we'll take a break here. Last call for phone calls, what we learn, what's in store tomorrow. We're back after this. I want to the Stiefel Wealth Tracker app. When it comes to managing your investments, knowing where you stand is half the battle. Stiefel Wealth Tracker lets you help build your personal balance sheet and track your net worth over time. You can securely link all of your financial accounts using bank-level encryption and monitor how your investments are performing in one place. Stiefel Wealth Tracker also gives you direct access to Stiefel's award-winning equity research, investment strategy views, and more. Stiefel has helped clients managing their investments for over 130 years. You need professional guidance? You can use Stiefel Wealth Tracker to connect with a Stiefel financial advisor and get the help you need. And best of all, the Stiefel Wealth Tracker app completely free. Just download it. The Stiefel Wealth Tracker on the App Store, Google Play, or at stiefel.com slash tracker. Stiefel Wealth Tracker, you spell it S-T-I-F-E-L, stiefel.com slash tracker. You are listening to The Dan Patrick Show on Fox Sports Radio. Hey, it's me, Rob Parker. Check out my weekly MLB podcast, Inside the Parker, for 22 minutes of piping hot baseball talk featuring the biggest names and newsmakers in the sport. Whether you believe in analytics or the eye test, we've got all the bases covered. New episodes drop every Thursday, so do yourself a favor and listen to Inside the Parker with Rob Parker on the iHeartRadio app or wherever you get your podcast. Oh, righty. Try to get some phone calls in here. By the way, the podcast called That Scene, where I interview people talking about a certain scene in a movie or a TV show. This week's episode of That Scene, I sat down with a filmmaker, Edgar Wright, and I discussed the iconic chase scene in the opening of Baby Driver. Here is a clip. I just thought that it was almost like music was his GPS when he's driving. I mean, very much so in terms of it's something that's just, it's almost like his, in, his internal motor. Yeah, that would be a good way of putting it, or his GPS, is that he can't really like function without the right music playing. I definitely have that in terms of there's certain things that I do, especially when I'm writing. There's certain types of music that are good, and there's other types of music that are not good for writing. That is uh, Edgar Wright. You can uh, check out the episode. We also talked about his new film, Last Night in Soho, hits theaters this Friday. Listen to the full interview. Head over to Amazon.com slash that scene. Uh, Jesse in Los Angeles. Hey, Jess, what's on your mind? Hey, DP. Hey, Jess. 
Hey, bud. Uh, gentlemen, sorry about there being no shower of shame for content from last weekend's sports matchups. It got me excited. Not only did I curse every team that I mentioned on last Friday's show with losses over the weekend, except for the Packers, <laughs> but even with them, I probably upset the football gods with Devontae Adams and the rest of the receiver core out. But what I'm really calling about is Eddie Rosario, man. The guy is playing lights out right now, and I'm wondering, is he getting to the level of 2013 David Ortiz like would you even pitch to him at this point? He's batting 465 with 17 runs. And I realize Poppy hit 688 in that World <laughs> Series in 2013, but that's bananas. But, like, I was truly wondering why the Dodgers didn't try pitching around him. And, and what do you think the Astros will do moving forward? I don't know. I'd be, uh, I'd be certainly careful with him. It, you know, these guys get locked in. And, you know, they call it the zone. You get locked in, and you, you don't know how you got in, and you don't know why it ended. But I've seen this in sports, you know, my 40 years in cover. You just see times where you go, what is happening? And you ask the athlete and they go, I don't know. Like they don't think. Athletes don't think in the moment. They think when they're preparing for the moment, then they get in the moment and then they just react. And that's what you're seeing. Yeah, Paul. I had to confirm that. The 2013 World Series, David Ortiz hit 688. He had 11 hits and was walked eight times. He struck out once. I did mention this story last hour. We had Matt Amodio, the uh, former Jeopardy champion, and I had a question, uh, which current Major League manager smoked a joint with Jimi Hendrix? The answer is Dusty Baker. Uh, Dusty Baker writes that he ran into Jimi Hendrix on the streets of San Francisco one night, and uh, he abandoned his no-grass rule. He smoked a joint with Hendrix. And uh, the no grass rule was a reference to the rule that Dusty Baker and his uh, buddies had in place when they attended a uh, festival. They went to a uh, the Monterey Pop Festival. That's 60, 1967. Hendrix, Simon and Garfunkel, uh, The Who, Grateful Dead. And uh, he didn't want to smoke a joint. He was 19 at the time. And uh, he had already made his major league debut for the Atlanta Braves. But uh, smoked a joint with Jimi Hendrix. How about that? Pretty good. By the way, speaking of great uh, artists, bands, Todd's known me for how many years, Todd? Uh, 20 years. 20 years. And, uh, you know, we were talking about a new T-shirt we have because I said I didn't want to do a Hall of Fame T-shirt. And uh, so Seton uh, helped design a great T-shirt that has the logo of my favorite band. And uh, Todd had no clue. I don't. I'm not into the heavy metal and all that, and maybe the main ones I should know. I don't have to be into who you listen to, but no, I know I, who I, you I looked at that to. picture, I thought it was a cool-looking shirt, and I had no idea what that guy with the fists and the angel wings, whatever, what that meant at all. I thought it was some cult thing. That'd be Blue Oyster Cult. The answer's no. It's Led Zeppelin. I didn't know that. But I should have known Led Zeppelin. You have mentioned it many, many times. Yes, I have. I, my, I was stuck on Beatles, Rolling Stones were the only ones that were popping in my head. I think I had one of those sports Jeopardy panic moments. You, you mentioned Jethro Tull before Led Zeppelin. I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm surprised you didn't mention Night Ranger. <laughs> I was going to guess that garbage, but he, that's, that wouldn't be his favorite group. Shirley Manson. Black Eyed Peas. And yeah. yeah, he said there's Black a Grand Eyed Funk. Grand <laughs> Funk Railroad yeah. from your days as a DJ. No, it's sad. It really was. Invest in me. I should. I should listen more. Dan, don't let this be just sort of a downer on the whole Hall of Fame. No, ceremony. I don't know if I, I want to go now. Oh, stop it. Just come on don't now. Do don't. I, know how I get. No, nah, I don't know this if I want to go. This is genuinely bothering I, no, I, don't wanna, I don't know if I want to go to the Hall of Fame tomorrow. 
I mean, I'm not down. That You're being inducted to the Radio Hall of Fame. Yeah, I know, but I everyone that's ever gotten behind a mic of all the I, millions of people. I know, but have... I just it, it doesn't feel like you're listening to me when I turn on the microphone. Are you going to get a bust, by the way, as I try to change the subject? Do you get a is there a golden microphone? What it do doesn't they put? matter, Tom. Is there an actual hall? It's over. It doesn't matter. Don't try to change the I subject. Led Zeppelin. That's going to be stuck in my cute. head. Try to be cute. I'm going to remember it because of Zeppeli, like the the food Zeppeli. That's how I'll remember Led Zeppelin. Why don't you just remember Led Zeppelin? I should. Led Zeppelin, that's your favorite group, even more than the Beatles and Rolling Stones. That's what we're saying. And you only saw them once. That's, that's what we're saying. How, that's how big a fan you are. You saw them one time. Same number of times you saw Britney Spears. And, uh... Anyway. Where? Keep going. Wow, no. keep, keep going. Keep going. <laughs> keep going. Toddler's taking shots no, at uh, you. Unlike, no, no. unlike me, keep you can going. pretend all you want. You're gonna, as soon as the show's over, you won't even give it a second thought. My whole ride oh, home really? and my flight to Chicago tomorrow is ruined really? now with Led Zeppelin just, over and over again You just head. compared Britney Spears to Led Zeppelin. I didn't compare their music. I compared your like for that. You, you, exactly. made, you made sure to see both of them one time. Like when we've had Bill Walton, I've seen the Grateful Dead 480,000 times. I didn't have any money to go see Zeppelin. Right. They only came to Cincinnati. Fair enough. Once. And you and made I, business I, to see them. I didn't time. grow up with a silver spoon in my mouth like you did. I don't know if it was silver, it was more bronze. But I didn't. <laughs> I, will, I will say I didn't get like an allowance. Whatever I wanted, I pretty much got within yeah, reason. I, I threw a fit and then it showed up at, at Hanukkah. Yeah, I didn't get that. What year did you see them? I think it was mid seventies. Mm. Yeah. Oh, so you saw them sort of. That's tail end. Yeah. Really. Yeah. How would I remember that? I was like five. Why would I remember that you went there? I'm kidding. I'm not laughing. You're not laughing. You're very, you're genuinely upset right now with me. Yeah, I would just twenty years together and kid. Yeah, just starting to learn who you're. What you're all I'm about. Not, I'm not disappointed. Expect that. From I'm me. just hurt. You're hurt. Did I? Did I get John Oates on of Hall and Oates? You did, yeah. and you made my, many of my dreams did I come let, true. Yeah, did I, you got to sing with him. I'm hugging models and, yeah, and, and Sports Illustrated yeah. swimsuit model. I'm yeah. singing with Darius Rucker and John. You're right. I have, I have no excuse. Can I lighten the mood for you, Dan? All right. Boston, we have an amazing set of remarkable athletes whose action in a moment have become ionic in sports. <laughs> Havlicek stole the ball. Fisk waving the ball fair. Fleury launching the Hail Mary pass. Veritek splitting the uprights. <laughs> There's a lot of hot in this team. Let me just tell you. Uh, uh, KJ is a great hat. Hon- but Hondo's really the inspiration. I mean, Hondo drives that team, and uh, I'm really uh, pleased with what's happened. Yeah, Hondo. KJ and Hondo. <laughs> we have Tom Brady here. We have Tom Brady here. We have Tom Brady here. <laughs> and Stephen Ridley. I mean, another great guy. And Will Clark? Will Fork. Will Fork, I'm sorry. Will Fork, I'm sorry. Will Clark, yeah. Will Fork. Is... You know, Hernandez, Hernandez is going to do a great job. He sets in for Gonk as Gonk's hurt. Gonk. Gonk is hurt. Gonk is hurt. That, that's the former mayor of Boston. Will Clark and Gonk. Yeah. Who for? Who for who could forget? Who could forget Veritek splitting the uprights? <laughs> I think it's Vinatieri. Yeah, Paul. It's like a scene from a Borat movie. <laughs> it's great. Baker Mayfield says he's going to see how it feels today in practice, taking it day by day and uh, with his injured shoulder. That's the update we have? Is that it, McLovin? He's trying to play. Yeah. Dak Prescott's trying to play, too. Uh, you know what I learned today? Is Todd doesn't care about anybody. I know what I learned, and I'll never forget. What? If you don't know, now you know. Your favorite group, Led Zeppelin. 
Your favorite group ever. They say good things to come to those who wait. I've been waiting for the Hall of Fame for a long time. 2021 Mercedes-Benz SUV family proves otherwise. It takes no time to set up a test drive at your local Mercedes-Benz dealer. Learn more at MBUSA.com. Mercedes-Benz, the best or nothing. Uh, Hall of Fame tomorrow. I'm going to buy the stairway to heaven. Going to Chicago. Thank you. Oh, but there's one more item here. I love talking about Panini. Great trading cards. Get a package here delivered occasionally every week or so. We get to open it up, act like kids again. The exclusive trading card partners of the NFL, Panini America, utilizes iconic brands like Donruss, Prism, Contenders, National Treasures, biggest superstars, hottest rookies, all-time greats, only one place to collect them all, Panini trading cards. Autograph cards, memorabilia cards, rare inserts, hottest rookie cards. There's something for everyone in Panini America packs. And more than just the NFL, Panini, the exclusive home for the NBA, UFC, NASCAR, and collegiate trading cards. Week 8 matchups, Kyler Murray, Aaron Rodgers, that's coming up Thursday night. Trey Lance, maybe on display against Justin Fields, the Niners and the Bears. Steelers and Browns squaring off in the always gritty AFC North. Make sure you start or continue your collection now, PaniniAmerica.net the official trading cards of the Dan Patrick Show.